Welcome back to Amped Up, a podcast for well-grounded electricians and trade workers alike. My name is Colin Connolly, and you may also know me as Colin Does Electric on Instagram. Hi, my name is Andrew Baldi, and I'm also known as Connecticut Sparky. I'm a second career electrician. I'm a fourth year apprentice. I got into the career later in life, and it's been great. Um, I work for a commercial company right here in central Vermont. That's pretty much what I've been doing the last three years. We do a little bit of residential, but we do most of commercial stuff, which is great. Um, but I've been loving the trade ever since. So I'm, I mean, I'm excited to start this podcast. Like I said in previous episodes and on Instagram, I've, it's a great community. I've been able to reach out to a lot of different people uh, throughout the country. And speaking of which, here's Andrew, Connecticut Sparky. Hi, my name is uh, so my name is Andrew Baldi. Um, I'm an electrician from Connecticut. That should be obvious. <laughs> I've I've been doing this for about seven years. I've had my license for two. Um, I largely do commercial, but I had a background in residential and industrial. But right now, I mostly wire machines. Nice, so, awesome. All right. Yeah, and like I've said, and like like I've said in previous the beginning previous episodes I've recorded for this podcast. Now we're kind of joining forces a bit here but like i said bear with me um getting like this whole platform <laughs> is so different compared to like the visual stuff that we do on instagram so like i said bear with there's gonna be a lot of ums and ahs <laughs> until yeah this is, until this, we is get, this is a learning experience <laughs> right until we get all of our get, get our radio voice i guess you can say um <laughs> But yeah, yeah, this is exciting. Glad to, like I said, join forces with Andrew. This is going to be way more natural and way more fluid to have a co-host, I guess you can say. And I think it'll be cool to bounce stuff off each other. Uh, I chose Andrew because when I was thinking about doing a co- co-host, because, I mean, he's so natural with his video. Like, you do a lot of good vlogging videos where like you, you're, you're talking a lot. Me, I, I kind of limit some of that stuff because I get, I get a little camera shy. I'm more of just like a visual you know, kind of style, I guess you could say on Instagram. But when I saw like, I've been watching your stories for a long time. So I figured like, you'd be great at like talk, not to put pressure on you, but <laughs> no, <laughs> I feel like you, uh, you would definitely be one that would not be hard to talk to, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to do this. I hope that we can get our followers on board and, and, and really appreciate this as well. So we're going to have the YouTube, which is going to be cool. Get that whole thing get that whole thing going on top of, you know, clips on Instagram and obviously everywhere you can get podcasts. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so we're going to jump right into, I guess we're going to jump right into a tool segment. We're going to talk about some, some things that we've been using that are new, some things that we've been using forever, whatever, but I want to go ahead and jump right into the, the controversial, the two shoe bender that I posted at the Greenlee experience and got a lot of mixed reviews. A lot of people were hating on it, which was kind of funny. A lot of hate comments. That at that at that point when I posted that video, I actually opened up my comments to public. So instead of it only being followers who can essentially comment on my post, it was open to the public. And then tons of a holes, you know, went wild. Did on that. you previous to that? Did you have your follow your comments open public or no? No, I had them just just for the followers, because mainly just to keep the hate out. But I figured, what the hell? Let's just, you know, see how, because how, I was talking to other yep. guys and they were saying, like, it's, it's hilarious to watch the threads and to watch them just talk so much shit about absolutely nothing. But yeah, this thing is awesome, though. People think, oh, you know, I could bend two pieces of pipe wrong at the same time. But it's funny because when I posted that video, 
That's not at all the intention of this tool anyways. It's literally just like a two-in-one. You're not supposed to... Just to save you, yeah, save a tool. Right, but I mean, essentially you could, if you were doing just, you know, data drops and you didn't really care how it looked above the ceiling, you could, you know, but but anyways... I don't think I've ever had to do that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But when we were at Greenlee, we did talk about... um, See, there, there goes the ums and ahs. It's going to be lots of those in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about potentially having it being two three-quarter heads or, you know, two, two of the same if you ever were to want to, like, bust out, you know, if you're doing, like, 20 Like 90s. a prefab. Right, just yeah, doing like... a bunch of stub 90s, I guess, you know. But, the, you know, that's, like I said, people love to just hate on shit like that. So, but, yeah, it's cool because it has the angle markings up top, too, so you get, like, more additional, you know, sights on it, but... Yeah, it's pretty sweet, and it doesn't feel bulky like you would think. It feels just as natural as, you know, the single, the single shoe. So I, I, I love it. It replaced the half inch bender in my truck, so now I have mm. just the three quarters. So I have two three quarters essentially, and a half inch for those rare occasions that we do half inch, which we don't often do. So, so it definitely. Yeah, I've bent like one stick, one stick right. in two years, right? Now. Right. You, you <laughs> rarely do that. Um. So it, it just it's it's cool to you know. It, let you throw the half inch bender back in the shop unless you're doing like something for whatever reason you need more. But, but yeah, it definitely dissolves a tool into one. So I think it's, I think it's a great idea. I think the, uh, I think it's cool. So yeah, you know, I guess you could say fuck all those haters, but <laughs> um, so yeah, and then yep. I'll shoot it over to you. You can talk about whatever tool you wanted to bring, bring to the podcast this week. So I guess the tool I would probably talk about is it's not new. Um, be like the Milwaukee installation driver. Oh, I just yeah. posted a video of that yesterday yeah. and I, I, I'm paying, I'm receiving penance for my mm. sins. But yeah, um, yeah so that's kind of like a weird one. And um, I really dig it. And the reason I dig this thing is because it serves a bunch of different purposes in one. Like, I can use an impact on an outlet, on a breaker, and stuff like that. Like I, I can use enough control to do things like that. But the ability to turn torque up and down and to like make something easily repeatable and really not have to worry about overdriving things is really appealing. Yeah. And the heads too, that's what's different too. It's like everybody goes like, why do you use the offset head? And like, you know when you get a, a vanity or something and you've got right. little screws on the side, right? Yeah. So you, you either have your handle like right next to the, the wall yeah. and you are up the wall or yeah. I started putting the offset hat on it and just go like this and it sits yep. flat against the wall. Yep. It's the thing's cool. And yeah, that's one of those things yeah. where like I've been to Home Depot a thousand times and I look at it every time and I'm like, oh God, I, I need to get this thing. I had a coworker had it and it was, it's awesome. And it's, it fits like right in your veto bag too. Like my, my veto yeah. bag, I have the open tote. Like I, I was like trying to see if it was too bulky, yeah. but it fit so nicely. And I was like, oh, I gotta do it. And then like the one time I was at Home Depot, and I was gonna do it, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna get it. They didn't have it, and I was like, you gotta be kidding. Yeah. Me. But yeah, that's stuff. Yeah, that's definitely one that I've had I, on the list for a while. But I need to just, I need to just get it. I've done some dumb stuff with it too. Like I yeah. went out to just put up a sconce one day, and um, I had to. I, I don't use a keyhole saw for anything. All right. right. That that thing it's like a hacksaw to me. I just don't want to touch it. And I put a five inch hole saw or no, a four and a quarter inch hole saw on the end of the installation driver. I drilled through sheetrock. Yeah. But it was like all I pictured was like, <clears throat> boss, I'm tired. 
Like just you know, <laughs> battery's got two clicks left and I'm gonna go drill a four and a quarter hole. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. But you can grab it and you can do a whole bunch of different stuff with yeah. it. But I don't right. own an M twelve impact. I've got the M twelve the newer M twelve, which is awesome. I need one. I'm, I'm gonna some, buy it. Yeah, like, yeah. I love it. I have the older one too. It sits in my basement because I just use it at home now. <clears throat> I should bring it in for my coworker. Um, yeah, so it has, you can select it one, two, three, and then it has the self-tapping, which the self-tapping uh, is I've whatever. never, I've never used a self-tapping it's, mode on yeah, anything. I, I have one of my flex impacts has it too. And it's, it's kind of, it like works one time out of 10, I feel like. Most of the time, it's just, it just, it can't really gauge it that well, especially when it's like different types of materials, like the different gauge metals too. So it, it's, it's really faulty. I think it's one of those things that's like not really quite necessary. I'd much rather just like feel it myself and then not rely I like on that speeds. setting. Yeah, the speeds, speeds are awesome. Speeds can be nice. Speeds yeah, are like- awesome. Turning like, the speed up and yeah. down is nice. Yeah. Because yeah, like when, you know, you go make up your device and then you go to, you know, send your 632 and you put it on one and it's not going to freaking crank out the box by accident. You don't or, just send it to hell. Right. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's yeah, super light. The, yeah. Like yeah. one of my, uh, my Makita has, it, it's like a wood screw mode. Yeah. And the, I only use it for driving number 12s into fan boxes. And I've put up like two fan boxes in the past year, but whatever. Um, (laughs) And it basically, it starts off slow, just turning. And then when it feels the screw catch, then it just like hammers it like full speed with the impact. Right. And it's actually kind of nice. Like if you're holding something up in the air and you go like this and it kind of, and then just sends it. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Instead of having a trigger tap, like, I don't know. That makes a little little sense. Than the self-tapping because the self-tap is essentially the opposite it like sends it and then once it feels it go through then it stops it but mo- most of the time it doesn't really quite stop it so it's like it's kind of redundant but but yeah that's cool i, I didn't realize that the makita had that that's that that yeah, makes more sense when you're like you you're trying to you're like in an awkward position and you just want to get it started without fucking like a quarter inch lag right like yeah it's right. yeah instead of dropping a thousand of the screws trying to like start it nice and slow <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I, I had a video where I put a fan box up and to get it like lined up where I wanted to, I would shoot like two drywall screws in each side. Yep. And and then I would shoot the 12s in that actually hold the weight of the fan. I got so much hate for this. Yeah. And I was like, I have hex bits. That was the biggest one. They told me to buy a hex bit. And I was, I was like, like, I have a Racketeers discount yeah. code. Like, you don't think <laughs> I own a hex bit? Like, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. And, it, like, I don't know. I'm, but that was, like, another one. Is like, It was just a good feature. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I love, that's one of the things about the comments. It's so funny because, like, people, like, you're clear, they clearly just see this video and they think, like, they know the situation and they're like, oh, this is what you should have done. It's like, no, you have no idea the situation or anything. Just just appreciate it for it's just the fucking 10 second video it is and just yeah. keep keeps growing. But it is funny because like the comments do essentially cause more engagement and then just cause your video to like it. It's to, to circulate more in the, al- it's the darkest underbelly of this entire thing. Yeah. Like I say Knipex, not yeah. because it's the right way to say it. But yeah. because it stirs up all the haters, yeah. and then it drives my post up, like, <laughs> yeah. and that's so wrong. Like, but it, yeah. I have to. It's like yeah. the name of the game. It's, it's funny just, as hell. 
Fun yeah, stuff. it's like I literally say Knipex. Like I'll throw something in it. This last one, I I knew I was gonna get hate for, it, but I didn't know I was gonna get like what I got. But um, like I'll even say it just at the end because I'm like, ah, it's gonna rile them up, and it's just part of the gag. Like, yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> my favorite is still whenever i post because like, i like to post i mean bending condor bending three quarter one inch is definitely my favorite thing to do um but i love posting i love posting you know videos bending pipe and like installing it either using minis if i use minis they go fucking crazy they're like they're horrible they're evil how dare you right 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 which you know <laughs> like like i'm saying they don't understand the situation like okay well i didn't have any one hole straps i'm sorry next time i'll go drive a half an hour go get some one hole straps and i won't use mini like what like what do you think guy like obviously i'm using what i have and just getting the job done um but yeah, yeah but i love the comments when they're just like Oh, that's that's not even close. That's two degrees open or something like that. It's like you can't see that from the video. Like you're not an it, AI they, robot who can like they, track the angle of this piece of pipe on a, on a screen. No. They make the up. comments too like they're perfect. Yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, I had a foreman tell me once, and this describe even though this was in person, this describes the internet perfectly. I made a bad splice when I was like a first year. And he told me, no, you make your splices this way. He goes, never in my 30 years have I had a splice come apart. Yeah. Which is it, like yeah. never in my life have I had to pee in traffic. Those are, that's about <laughs> the same thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, right. Like, right. That's like, the internet. Yeah. I, yeah. I bend all my 90s perfect every right. single time. Right. All my jobs finished two weeks early. Right. Like, you know. <laughs> it's absolute bullshit. Yeah. Uh -huh. So yeah, so then, you know, so let's just jump over and talk about our work week. I mean, yeah. I don't know if this hopefully will come out pretty soon. And then I guess if anyone, I guess it made national news as far as what's going on in Vermont. Um, we had some pretty ridiculous weather hit. First of all, we've been pretty saturated all summer. It's been just raining for weeks and weeks. It's been relentless. And then this past Monday, actually, we had all these warnings, you know, flash flood warnings coming, severe weather warnings, blah, blah, blah. We're, and we're just thinking, oh, it's just another day, another week of all this rain coming in. No big deal. But then it's just like, okay, it's been like 24 hours of pretty straight heavy rain. The rivers are looking pretty hot. I posted a story like, damn, those rivers are, you know, the highest I've ever seen them. And then all of a sudden you start getting all these alerts on your phone. My wife's texting me. You know, everyone's like, the, the, the GC at the job we're at was like, hey, we're actually all going to start heading out. And we're like, what do you mean? And and like, the, because they were all driving north, so they had a quit, and they were shit. That's a scary. Road. That's a we're scary like, moment, right? Yeah, when you got to so, bail out when you're bailing out right. of a job site, especially yeah. when the GC. And if you like, obviously, no one knows this. G, this GC is like there, ten hours a day. He's on it. He's like nothing is stopping this guy. And then I was like, if he's leaving, I think we might look into what's going on here. Um, but luckily, me and my coworker were actually we're super local to this job, so we're like eight minutes up the road. So we're like, okay, cool. So we stayed the whole day, but um, yeah, by the time I got home, it was looking worse and worse and worse. And then, you know, we were watching the news and then that's like, probably I want to say right around nine o'clock Monday night, it peaked and it was like, the rivers were cresting the bridges, things were really starting to flood. And then by, you know, we went to bed by the next morning, just straight devastation, like freaking houses are getting, you know, you know, mobile home parks are getting ripped apart. People like, like the capital Montpelier was just underwater. Everyone's basement, there was like six inches of water in everyone's first floor right in the capital. 
it was just wild. So yeah, I got a great 6 a.m. or 5.45 ish, 6 a.m. My my boss calls me and says, yeah, I think we're going to call it. And I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't, think we're, I don't think we're going to work today. Right. And he had been driving around. He said it's like 5 a.m., like just trying to see what was going on. And then I think I've, I've been posting a lot about it, obviously. Um, but the, sh- the hill that goes up to our shop, there's a stop sign because it goes, you know, it goes up a hill. And the water had peaked the river and it was like basically right under the stop sign, like seven feet of water on the road that goes up to the shop. Like it just, and, and so Vermont is like, you get lots of hills and valleys, you get lots of microclimates and you get lots of like, you know, high and low, low spots, you know, we're up here in the mountains. So, you know, you'd get one spot where the, it'd be the river washed out the road and then you'd go for like a couple miles and then it, it looks like nothing happened. So it's just, it was just wild. And like a lot of people who weren't even in a flood zone got destroyed. And like, they don't have flood insurance. So like, what are they going to do? Cause they, they weren't in a flood zone, but oh, guess what? Now I am in, uh, now I'm in a flood zone. Apparently. And like, home ins- home insurance does not cover groundwater. Right. 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 So it's just like, it's just going to be like an insurance financial disaster for a lot of people. But yeah, it's, it's been wild. Like I, I, we were able to get one complex back up, you know, it had like one complex with like, I think it was like nine units. Um, one was of the that place, the, the multi-meter thing you were doing? Yeah, the meter bank. The, basically, the, it was a meter bank uh, with a bunch of disconnects and the main gear, the main disconnect. Um, the whole room was you know up to the first floor, so the whole room plus, that whole system was underwater for like hours and hours. So in order to, so the, the inspector was just freaking making his rounds all around the city. Um, so he came in, take a, took a look at it, and it was all snakeskin feeders to up to all the individual units like that old snake skin so that shit just perfect for wicking water basically um so he came and took the look took took a look at it i uh, basically said if we can get everything opened up replace all the breakers pull the wires off the terminals dry everything out you know we put some dielectric grease we put some no locks you know we just clean everything up got as much corrosion off as we could dried it out replaced all the breakers just got it as good as we could sort of like a temporary situation just to get these people back in their homes um so they wouldn't just keep adding insult to injury as far as like people being displaced at this point so we literally for an eight hour day we sat there took every wire off every breaker replaced every breaker wiped everything as clean as possible just really detailed the shit out of this whole meter bank and all these dis- disconnects just to get these people you know and this is what everyone's you know you know everyone's doing and this is just one little like this is tiny compared to one little overall. snippet of what's right, going on what's going yeah. on yeah so we were able to do that and get them back up and so they were super thankful for that and then over at the rest home where the addition is that we're working on the larger job same situation their whole switch gear everything's in their basement freaking underwater full room for hours and hours and the inspector was like well all everything has to come up basically that's a new like it's a new city ordinance it's a new thing in montpelier like everything has there can be no services anything in the basement everything has to be at least out of the flood zone or whatever so we were at go ahead oh no i see i'm quite used to that yeah um because uh like i was mentioning with hurricane sandy when we were texting before um basically all of the coast of connecticut is a massive flood zone now so like i'll put when i did houses down there our meters were 8 12 13 feet off the ground and there's a platform and stairs to get up to them right and yeah it 
I think a lot wild. of I missed I missed the party on that though because I wasn't um it was while I was still in trade school I wasn't right. really working yet right because I think the last time this happened in Vermont was uh, Irene Irene right yeah. but that was I wasn't even in Vermont at that point I didn't that was 2011 is when that happened um so that that was the last, yeah. last time something like this then there was another flood like 1992 or something like that but so i think a lot of that stuff happened at that point and uh, you know these are all the people that kind of just like didn't do it basically kind of are, are really suffering now because i think it was already in effect then but you know this is just another wake-up call that everyone needs to get their shit together as far as that goes but so that being said there's a lot of work ahead of us too like we're just barely got our the residents back with power we got our other bigger job site we got two different uh generators going 200 100 amp generator 100 150 amp generator that was a rental that came in so we're able to get that going so that's been a big focus this week um so yeah that's all i got as far as that goes but we're starting to run out of time here um um so i'm gonna give it oh, over to yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah wow yeah, yeah we're gonna have to pay for that extra time right um yeah, so, like i said <laughs> bear with us we're figuring all this out but i i promise you just like everything else we do it's just going to get better you know this is yeah. obviously we have to just rip the band-aid and start getting it going but last time we didn't even post it right so. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so at least at least you'll get this one out there um but um i think so i guess i could like talk it. about my work week yeah um so for those 15 who, degree what 150 degrees 130 yeah 130 I've been running some parallel three inches in a heat treating facility. Um, My boss tried to be nice to us. He was like, all right, well, August is usually hotter, which even though July is the hottest, August is usually hotter. He's like, ah, we won't do it in August. We'll do it in July. And we just picked the hottest week of July. And (laughs) the the concrete is 97 degrees. And so, but we're up in the Purlins. Yeah. Way up in the Purlins. And, so yeah, it starts at 115 and then averages about 130. When they open the furnaces, it hits like 169 and we come down for a little bit because we're going to start getting burned by the air. Yeah. Um, Jeez. The, the first, like basically the first two days I was like, whatever, like, well, let's get through this. I'd come home. I'd be miserable. I'd get like really dizzy when the AC hit me. I'm drinking like over a gallon and a half a day. Yeah. And we're yeah. just cruising, trying to finish this thing. Right. Wednesday, Wednesday we had a, a shutdown at a uh, at another facility, and that was a fourteen hour day. And I woke up the next day, and I woke up, and I haven't had this feeling my entire career. I was like, I'm going to be this hot for eight hours. Yeah. There's nothing I could do about it. Like I'm going to go and sit in a ninety seven degree room, and it's going to feel better than the ceiling yeah oh my like, god and you're dirty yeah you're sooty the entire you tools, time you get your you, i mean you had your vest on too Dude, the whole time i didn't much. know no you couldn't touch it. my vest no yeah. i could not do my vest like it's not that bad there's one hanging right there yeah but like it's uh i i took a two and a half inch diamondback belt their smallest belt yep. i took my knee my mini nico off i put it on it and a tape measure loop and a db sack yeah. to hold like nuts and bolts yeah I, I can't work out of my pockets i just can't do it right and yeah i couldn't there was no way i was putting a vest on man i was born alive i've been doing this so long i've never been this hot in my right. entire life and yeah, I, we we had a couple, how do you work in phoenix i oh god i don't know how yeah every day yeah. your yeah. whole career 
like six Jeez. months out of the year. Well, there's one guy I know from Instagram over in Montana. He's out there, and it's like he's like, oh, hey, with the wind chill, it's like negative forty, negative fifty, no big deal. And we're like, also, you know, I think in Vermont it gets, I, I get cold. We get, we probably work maybe when the worst it was this winter was like zero degrees, and that was like the worst, and it was pretty really, brutal. yeah, zero degrees. You that know we where worked, you are. Oh, that you worked. Where, that we worked in. It, it gets. It definitely gets down to. I think the high, the coldest I got in Vermont. My whole time living in Vermont, probably negative twenty. But the coldest we worked in this winter was probably like right around zero degree, like right around zero degrees. Just kind of like teetering. You take on that, that over one thirty though, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because yeah. you can always get more. You can go in the truck for a little can, while. It's so. <laughs> I the heat dude, fucks I've, you up. I almost had heat exhaustion multiple times in the past two weeks, like where yeah. I sat down at lunch and I was like, like this, yeah. and I'm dizzy. Yeah, I've never gone hypothermic in the cold. I've had frost nip, but I've never gone hypothermic, not oh. even once. And it's just like it's I, scary. I've mount, I've, I've climbed went mountains all over the place in New Hampshire in the winter, still yeah. no hypothermia. Yeah, like heat. Yeah. No, thank you. And it messes with your head. The heat messes with your head. I mean, I'm sure the cold does too. I'm sure people can say that, but I think the heat definitely. Like we we did some work out at one of the landfills, one of the hotter days this summer, and it got to like it was like 95 degrees, and I started to get heat rash on my face, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I had like my eyes were starting to get really red, and I was like, oh my god. And then it starts to like fuck you up. Like everyone thinks I'm like, you know, get, I'm breaking out or what's going on. Like and you start to, and you're sweating and you're like freaking out and you're just trying to like. And you like, wipe your face. Oh, like yeah. you're rubbing your face so yeah. much that it's like raw. Yeah. And then my wife is like, she's like, you got to take care of your face. You got to. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying not to die. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah, this week, this week, well, actually, I just got, I bought a case of water and I got the Greenly uh, Yeti that they sent us. So, so I got, I'm going to have that in the back of the truck with some ice, with some ice and just, we're going to keep it loaded up. That's what I do for rooftop yeah. units. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting to that point where, like, me and my bud, we're just like, we're just gonna keep that thing loaded up with water and just have cold. You, know, especially this week, because we were just we were cruising from spot to spot to spot to spot. So there was no like real sit down lunch break. We're covered in disgusting contaminated water. We like our tools. I just, I everything's still in the truck. Like I'm gonna wait till the end of this before I even sanitize anything, because I'm just gonna be doing it constantly because of like the the contaminated water. You know, shit water. It's chemical water. It's fuel water. Like there's just so much. That's I mean, nasty. It's brutal. And there's guys out there like walking around in the street. This was a girl paddle boarding in it, downtown Montpelier. It's like, you know how dangerous that is? And you know how toxic that water is? And it's just like. Like I could see a kayak. Like you got to get somewhere, get in right, a kayak and right. kayak across it. But paddle boarding, God, no. Right. I saw a guy. I saw a guy with just shorts on, no shirt, no shoes, no pants, with a shop back, walking around like waist deep in this nasty water, like trying to do something. It's just like, what are you doing, dude? Like, get like, a beer, get yeah. a beer in a high dry spot and chill right. out. Like, right. yeah, you're clearly not qualified to do anything that you're trying to do with that chop back. <laughs> <laughs> like, not to mention, it's not going to make any bit of a dent. <laughs> I will take out these trillion gallons, five gallons at a time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's oh, uh, let's we'll go yeah, ahead and wrap this out. up. We'll run out. We're of gonna time. run out of time. Obviously, right, so, we need more than forty minutes. I think. Right. So th- <laughs> things to come. We'll get that figured out. We'll get the audio, the video figured out. Bear with us. Stay with us. This is gonna get better. It's gonna be a lot cooler. Um, the segments will get better. We're gonna jump into some history stuff as soon as we get more time. 
I know Andrew had some cool stuff about some Two-Face stuff that he wanted to talk about. So we'll, I got my notes. Nice. So we'll, we'll probably we'll highlight some more history stuff next week. I think this one we kind of focus a lot on our work week, given that he was working in crazy rugged heat, heat, hot heat wave type stuff. And I was out there like working in this freaking natural disaster, basically. So it was a crazy work for work week for, for both of us. So I figured that was going to be more of the highlight of this episode. Um, so, we, but yeah, I think uh, we'll we'll start to get our radio voices figured, dialed in and figured out, and then <laughs> this will be a lot more enjoyable to come. So I just want to thank you guys. I want you guys to definitely subscribe to it if you can do that. That's going to be super helpful to let us know that you guys are at least yep. you know on, it's on your radar. It, it'll motivate us to keep going, to keep crushing it, to keep wanting to make it better. And then you'll you'll get notified as soon as a new episode comes out because I think we're gonna try to get this scheduled and have it be consistent. But at this point, with the crazy schedules that we both have, clearly it's not that simple. Um, no. So keep your eye out. Definitely keep your eye on Instagram because we're gonna be posting clips on there like always. But thank you guys for listening. Um, catch you next week. Have a good one. Yep.